Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Art of Noticing. I'm your host, best-selling author Johnny B. Truant, and I'm here to help you give the muse the finger and make life your muse instead. In each 10-minute episode, I'll tell you how I spun something mundane into inspiration and show you how to do the same. If you've ever wondered how to write better, how to be creative, how to get more ideas, you're in the right place. Let's start noticing. Today, I got to revisiting a blog post of mine from a long time ago. Now, when I set up this podcast, I made a choice to not include the explicit tag because I thought that some of you might want to listen to this on a daily basis in your cars or whatever. You might have your kids with you. So for that reason, I'm not allowed to swear, which is kind of one of my hallmarks in other venues, but it means that I can't spell out the name of the post. But let's just say that it's censored form is the universe doesn't give a flying F about you. And because of its inflammatory title, which actually has a little bit of a backstory that I can I can tell briefly here, it ended up being quite popular. Now, I like to think that the it was a perfect combination of time and title and topic or uh, content. But I actually did learn this from I was interviewing a guy named Julian Smith, who is the co-author of a book called Trust Agents. And he's kind of this extreme character. And he had a post that was called, what was it called? It was, it was something like the definitive, the definitive guide to not giving up F or whatever. It was something like that. And he said that I've learned that when you put that word in the um, title of a blog post that it goes viral. And so immediately I said, well, I want to give that a shot. And so I came up with my title and uh, it did go viral. But I also think because I like to give myself some credit, I feel that it was Um, the right post at the right time. And it hit in a lot of ways that um, a lot of people were feeling. And it was also in an environment where it was just a little easier for things to go viral. So anyway, this, this is all to say that this, this post had this huge life. Uh, It was on my old site. I used to have an old johnnybtruant.com before I launched my Substack site, which was recent. So back in 2012, I published this post and then that site died and I had to take it down. So all of the share numbers and stuff were on there and I don't remember, but it had crap ton of comments, a crap ton of shares on like Facebook and and Twitter back when it was called Twitter and whatever else. And it was just very widely spread. And if you Google for that name, you'll find it that people have republished it and whatever, like there's a lot out there. And it's one of those things where like a, a lot of people really love it. And a lot of people really hate it because they felt that it was inflammatory and let's say excessively extreme. Now, I wrote it that way because I wanted it to be kind of a punch in the face to complacency. And just very briefly, the the point of that post, which again, it's it's on my current site. You can go and read it. Just there's a little magnifying glass at the top, just search for universe and you'll find it. And I the the whole point, the whole reason that I'm doing this this episode of the noticing is because I noticed it again, like in my my archives, and so I decided to reread it. And I was like, okay, so despite the fact that this post had this old life and a billion people saw it, there's a whole bunch of people who haven't seen it and it still reads very good, I thought. So the the point, just in a nutshell, was that because the universe is so large and so there's so much else going on in the universe, that the things that we feel are so important and usually dire are not really like the, our, this is one of those things where like our troubles are not actually a big deal. So might as well just go out and do the things that you want to do. Like, why would you 
hold yourself back because you you feel looking foolish when meanwhile the universe is a, is enormous and um if i may say so it's very well written so i suggest that you read it a lot of people said it just kind of really hit me in the feels and i think that that's the reason that it went so viral and plus it was kind of a middle finger and that was my trademark back in the day uh, i guess it's still a little bit today i mean this is talking about giving the finger to the muse in the beginning of this podcast but anyway the whole point is that that was this big thing like that defined me when i was uh right around 35 i'm 47 now and it it kind of defined who i was online and it gave me this really big reputation that i have since um lost to some degree because i kind of went in other directions and i kind of disappeared from a more public eye that i've recently reclaimed it but people in 2012 which feels like a long time ago kind of knew that especially in the blogosphere and so I got used to the idea that that was something that everybody had seen, that it had had its day, and that it was probably just a little bit dated, not in terms of references, but in terms of kind of the feel. Uh, I just didn't kind of write in that same way. I, I do, but maybe not with that much punch. And again, just numbers. And what I realized as I as I reread it, because I, I kind of got interested and I was like, boy, I wonder if I could recapture lightning in a bottle or if this was good or if I just got lucky. And so I reread the post and I was like, wow, this kind of hit me in the feels. And I'm the person who wrote it about the idea of time marking, marching inexorably forward. So you need to take your shot while you have it right now and stop worrying about all the, the, the entire universe staring at you and everybody having this big opinion. The universe doesn't care and neither do other people. So you might as well do your thing. It's actually, despite the title, it's a very empowering post. It's a very positive post. It's not negative or nihilistic in in any way, despite the, the title of the post. But seeing that made me want to share it again. And it got a response again when I kind of shared it. No, nowhere near what it did before, but I would love it if those of you who listened to this and read the post and said, boy, this is great. I need to tell the world. And then you did, and you make it huge again. Well, that would be cool. So if you guys could get on that, like sharing that in whatever way you can, that would be super. Uh, but the point is that when you have something from your past, some piece of creative work, you've, you've done art, you've done music, and you've done fiction, you've done novels, after you've had enough of a career, what tends to happen is you, you kind of forget about the, um, you kind of forget about that old stuff. It kind of just, it kind of sifts to the bottom. And it's not that you necessarily think there's anything wrong with it. It just isn't top of mind. And there's a certain element of, well, it had its chance. It had its day. And now it doesn't have its day and now the new stuff has its day but most art is to some degree evergreen and you can bring it up again as if it's new because new people there are people who haven't seen it before you can you know pull from old archives and use bits of things too if you don't want to like bring things out and use the the power of the internet you know new uh, this blog post I took exactly as it was, and I just re-released it um, on my current site, and I shared it as it was. But you can also rework things. I mean, thanks to the internet and just kind of the way things are, you can reshape like a little bit in here in social media. It's a quotable quote. You can pull characters from old books and tell side stories. You can do anything that's timeless. You can use an old riff from an old song and do a new thing with it. I mean, those of you who are in music, unless you're very intricate, know that a lot of times you have the same patterns and chords and stuff 
it's there's just not that many combinations and it's the the lyrics and what you do with it that end up making the difference so you can plumb your own archives as a source of inspiration i mean the whole point of this podcast is finding inspiration all around you but a subset of finding inspiration all around you is the stuff that you've already made there's already inspiration in there they you thought those were great ideas once if they didn't hit you can try to resurrect them you can try to republish or republicize something but you can also mine them and pull little elements from them that you can then use in something else. And another thing that's really kind of cool about this, and this is something that um, the universe post hasn't gotten there just yet because not enough time has passed. And I don't know that it ever will, but I've seen it to some degree with fat vampire, which is actually around the same age. So I guess the age differentiation doesn't make the, really the argument, but I had people with fat vampire which was the show that was the book that was purchased by sci-fi and made into Reginald the Vampire. I had people saying in comments when I was looking around for information on Reginald that, oh, I read that book when I was a kid. And I thought, well, how could you have read it when you when you were a kid? It was like 10 years ago when I was looking it up. But for somebody who's 25, like they were a kid 10 years ago. And if you do that sort of thing, you may create art that is appreciated differently by different generations and create a bridge. It can create a bridge across generations, which is an added benefit that can only come if you're willing to give your art a second chance. So don't dismiss your old stuff. It's there kind of forever if you want it to be. All right, that's it for today. If you'd like more, there's a full article about every episode on my website at johnnybtruant.com, as well as show notes and transcripts. If you find value in what I do, please consider becoming a member of the site. Just click on membership at the top. Members get extra weekly episodes of the podcast, extra companion articles, my current in-progress book, if you're into that sort of thing, and more, all for just a few bucks a month. It's basically like buying me a cup of coffee. If membership isn't for you, please show your support by subscribing, sharing, reviewing, all that good stuff. It really does make a difference. Thanks for listening and stay curious.